Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, we have recorded three back-to-back episodes, and, uh, you know, you'd think that we'd come up with a different way to announce ourselves, but we just keep saying Ramsey, Marshall, and and off to the races we go. We're tenacious. Uh, you've got, you've got to give us that. Uh, you're relentlessly oh, so focused on our introduction. That's, that is us. So we're talking about the eight universal leadership qualities, according to some old dead guys. That's uh, right. So, uh, and now we are at tenacious. At tenacious, yes. Yeah, so this is part of uh, three that he sort of lists out as uh, being really important so that you're prepared to complete such a long course of intellectual study. Um, so this is, this is hard work. Uh, to do these things that you're going to have to learn and and get educated about and grow in. And it's not going to work unless you um, have a good memory, like we talked about last time. And this week, we'll talk about you have to be tenacious, tenacious. Right. Well, it's interesting because it kind of like flies in the face of the other stuff. So we want you to we want you to be out there and be learning and learning and learning and learning and want you to recall all this stuff and you got all this stuff. And then we want you to focus on this one thing. Yeah. Just, <laughs> it's like, just, what? What? Wait a minute. You told me to go get all these ideas and get all this stuff. And now you're telling me I have to be tenacious uh, about one thing. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, and, I, and I think that um, it kind of goes back to the dog analogy that we talked about a, a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, the, 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 the really good dog is a learner, you know, he learns who he's supposed to be familiar with, and who's the outsider, and he protects, he's gentle with those that he's protecting, but he's protecting, he's fierce with what's on the outside, and he is tenacious, uh, even courageous, as you pointed out, you know, the little dogs are doing this, you know, punching way above their weight, and so that's a little bit of what we're talking about here is this, this ability to just stick with it and, and keep going, um, even when the going is hard. So um, it, it made me think of, Mike, uh, the, the, again, we've talked about uh, Peter Singe's The Fifth Discipline. There's a little bit here to be said in uh, one of the five disciplines of a learning organization. He goes so far as to call it the, the spiritual foundation of an organization that's going to be successful because it learns as a, as an organization is personal mastery. So, so I'm going to dare make a direct dotted line connection from this idea of uh, tenaciousness to personal mastery. Are you comfortable with that? Are you okay with me going there, Mike? Just dare, just (laughs) dare, Mark. So let me, let me read you the money quote to me that makes this so interesting. Um, because we talked about this last week, right? That memory was the goddess who gave birth to the muses, all the, 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 uh, the, the inspiration of the arts. And he says that um, people with a high level of personal mastery are able to consistently realize the results that matter most deeply to them. In effect, they approach their life as an artist would approach a work of art. They do that by becoming committed to their own lifelong learning. So, He's, he is describing a person who is committed, who they are tenacious about pursuing this thing that they see in front of them as really important to their, to their life work. 
and um, and it really does, uh, you know, commitment, focus, tenacity. We we could be throwing all these words around, but it certainly made me think about um, some clients in my life and and in my my past career who are just real exemplars of this. So I let let me give you the floor before I just start vomiting at the mouth with all these words. Well, your, your analogy, the analogy of the artist is amazing because in order to be an artist, you'd have to complete a work of art. <laughs> right. Right. So you right. can't, you can't like, you know, chisel half the sculpture and walk away and everybody go, that guy's a great artist. Right. No, he doesn't have the tenacity to follow through on completing yeah. the work. Right. Right. I've painted the eyeballs on my portrait yeah. and now I've walked, wandered over here now I'm going to paint fruit you know yeah. that, no you're not an artist right the artist has to see it through and so when you you look at that that relentless focus it doesn't mean that you can't tweak it as you go and that it might not change slightly you might come right. up with a different idea but you have to see it through to the end yeah. right whatever that vision whatever that that end point might be for you or your organization that, that that's so that's a big deal i i just got to uh, go to the frist center in uh, nashville and uh, there's a picasso exhibit right now and um and i'm looking at some of these paintings and i'm like oh i've seen that that's famous and then i get up close and it says study for famous painting it's right. not even the painting yet you know he's doing study and i'm not really a big picasso fan to be honest with you but it was pretty amazing to see you know look at all the effort he went into to get this part of that painting right and then he went and did the big canvas uh mm -hmm. so so even at that level another singe quote uh you're continually clarifying and deepening your personal vision right so you're mm -hmm. going to do these studies you're going to practice you're going to try this and that to to, to get to the core of the essence of, of what you're really clear is what you're supposed to be focused on and then you focus your energies on that, you develop patience, and you see reality objectively. I, th I think that's that's where this is all headed. You know, you you really are an artist when you're when you're doing that kind of uh, clarifying, focusing work and producing something as a result in your organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And at, at some point, even Jackson Pollock stood back and went, <laughs> yep. That's it. This is it. <laughs> it doesn't need one more. Nope, nope, nope. This, this is perfect, right? This is my vision. So, yeah, and we see that all the time in in in, in good businesses where they'll test different hypotheses. Amen. They'll yeah. Test two different versions of the same ad. Test two different versions of the same website, right? right? Just to see which one resonates, which one works, which one do we ultimately want to go with, and then just go all in on that. Absolutely. And so you and I did design thinking. We did a course in design thinking, and that was a big part of it, right? Is, mm -hmm. you know, be iterative, which which takes effort to iterate, to constantly come up with a, a new additional uh, tweak. And like you said, you might do an A tweak and a B tweak at the same time and see which one, uh, you know, works better, uh, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Um, but that all takes effort, some intentional, tenacious effort to go through that process um so I, I think you're you're spot on well i think one of the things that we see very often is is in this world of just information deluge mm -hmm. right no matter what industry you're in right if you go to you know in the old days we go to trade shows uh you know pre-2020 and we'd go to a trade show and there there'd literally be a stadium full of vendor yeah. booths oh 
and they're yeah. all going to help you, you know, achieve new levels of success, right. you know, unprecedented uh, return on investment, unprecedented profits. Yep. And so, you know, you're just pulled in all these directions. Your email box is literally, if you're a leader of any organization, it's just flooded every day with, uh, with things that, you know, here's the next coolest thing that's going to, you know, stay on the cutting edge, innovate. And so, what, uh, what, what Plato's talking about is at some point you have to pick something and just see it through, right? whether it's a, a strategy or, or, or a process or whatever it might be, you have to see it through. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I look at organizations, uh, I've got an organization that I'm working with and, and, and they have that type of leader, right? He, he, mm -hmm. he, you know, we'll talk about it for a week and then he moves on to the next thing. Yep. And at some point, as people came to me and said, you've got to get him to focus, mm. you know, the organization was crying out for tenacity, yeah. you know, and, and direction. And so, and so we, we, we all agreed that, that we would focus for one month on one thing. And it was the one thing that we thought would most powerfully move the needle uh, in, mm -hmm. in the form of, of success and profitability. Mm -hmm. And literally every single day, Monday, Wednesday, uh, and Thursday of every single day for a half hour from 8.30 to 9, all the leaders got on and we talked about the exact same thing every single day, every single week. And we found new ways to talk about it. We, we recognized, you know, when things were going well, people who had excelled yeah. at, at, at the process that we were working on. We brought in people who were on the front lines executing and had them tell their success stories. Right. Uh, we 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 had data. We looked at the data and the trends, and you know, so we you know it it was it was it was tenaciously, relentlessly focused on this one thing, and the results have been nothing short of astounding. Is the, that right? The, the owner joined us for the the call the other day, and he's just over the moon. Right, record sales in two locations. Uh, you know, metrics that we were trying to move that ultimately we know if these increase, ultimately the end result is good, gone up, you know, 30, 40, 50% uh, in a month's time of just relentless. And it's killing the leader. The, the leader tells me on the side, he's like, I can't, I can't talk about this anymore. You know, just, you know, how much longer? I said, is this, you know, how do you feel about the results? this is great. I love it. All right. So, so take that feeling, internalize it, it, you know, rub it all over you. And then tomorrow we're going to have the call on the exact same topic. I love that. Okay. Okay. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So I love it. So, so, so yeah, he had to have a coach, uh, you know, or needed a coach to keep him focused because there is so much cool, neat other stuff to talk about and work on. Well, so let me ask you a follow-up question on that because, I mean, tenacity, you know, it's it's a little bit like passion. You know, we've, we've talked about this before. You know, passion can kind of go two ways and and be a negative. Uh, you know, you can be passionate about something in a negative way that's that's unhealthy. I just wonder what his departments that were not a part of whatever this initiative was. How did those department heads feel? about that he had tenacious focus on this thing that didn't really involve them, perhaps? The, well, it was interesting because I think it goes back to, you know, focus on what's important. This, the organization, no matter which department you were in, saw that this was the greatest opportunity for growth. Uh-huh. And so, they, yeah, they, yeah, we could do some things over here and, and we could get incremental growth. 
Yeah. This was the opportunity where this would most dramatically impact the organization. Got it. And, okay. and everybody in the departments knows if, you know, they're, they want their department to be profitable, uh, yeah. but they also know that if the overall store profitability is extremely high, the store owner is extremely happy. Yep. <laughs> so, so they know that we can, we're more apt to take better care of customers. If we're wildly profitable, we're more apt to, to, to invest in our people. We're more apt yeah. to do these cool things uh, because there is extra money, no matter which department it came from. Okay. And so this Fair was enough. a case of the store owner was passionate about it. The store owner saw this as the greatest opportunity. And so did everybody else that allowed for this, this concentrated effort uh, on this one particular process. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, so the the tenacity was worth it then because they had figured out the the big good, the the, the greatest good in, mm -hmm. in the scenario. I, oh, I've got a client myself that um, uh, they they had already figured out that thing that they knew they needed to focus on, um, and they had talked about it and they had coached around it and. Um, long story short, they, they finally got to the level of tenacity of sharing the data. They, they decided to go ahead and have some kind of scoreboard by person. Um, they made it very clear this isn't a, a gotcha report. This is just letting everybody know how they're doing. You know, that's accountability, right, is giving an account. So they were giving an account to everybody of how they were doing. Well, um, there, there was a lot of pushback. And uh, the, the main manager that I work with talked about a very tense meeting they had where, where this pushback was voiced and it, it got, got a little emotional. Um, and uh, the, the quote, I'm gonna read you the, the quote I received from this uh, manager, um, which is hard to do because I have this plexiglass thing. You know about this plexiglass thing that we have? I um, do, it makes yeah, for better so eye contact. Better eye contact, but I can't see anything on my screen. Anyway. Well, there's um, so anyway, this manager said there was a lot going on there and a lot of things being said, and I got really overwhelmed and upset. I am good now, though, and I am not changing anything I am doing. <laughs> and um, and it was similar. You know, the result was records, um, absolute records. In fact, uh, this this one particular product that we're talking about, they set a global record for the company that um, that uh, supplies this product. They they literally were the global leader after they went through this accountability process. Um, so it was, it was so worth it, right? It was so worth it, even, even through the, the, the heartache and the, and the pain of it. Um, that's a little bit of tenacity, right? Only if you as a leader are learning as you go. The, the point here is personal mastery, that, that you are becoming a better leader and saying, ah, that worked, I could do more of that. That didn't work, no problem. I, I can change what I do the next time. Um, mm -hmm. Because because the point for Plato is you're applying tenacity to developing yourself and going through this intellectual course to where you're improving, um, you know, who you are, really who you are. So uh, I think that's about all I've got to say about that. But I, I just well, that's amazing. So, so to recap, an organization had global reached global number one in this particular endeavor. Correct. Yep. And who was their coach? Oh, that's yes, that's right. I mean, you know, uh, you're the man not to toot my own horn, but uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm the sole reason of their success. It's no big deal. Um, no, I, and of course, but but the, let, let's you know, you and I both have talked about this. Um, it's never about us, right? It's never about the coach, 
it's always an excuse for them to have the conversation that they know they need to have. And they're smart enough to say, hey, we need a coach, right? They're the ones that have set the agenda and, and brought somebody in to sort of uh, almost kind of force the issue of them to have the conversations and, and reach awareness and take action like they hope to have. So um, if anybody out there is listening, you know, you don't have to hire, uh, what does he call us, Max and Marty? Our, yeah. our, our lovely announcer. You don't have to hire Max and Marty, um, Mike Marshall and Mark Ramsey, um, but the concept of being coachable and humble enough to approach this and say, how could we do this a different way and, and get a new insight here is, is really a big deal. Well, and that's exactly why, you know, I put you on the spot, embarrassed you and draw it, you know, shown the light on that was because I knew you wouldn't. And so I could. So I did. That's right. A couple of things that, that come out as you're talking. One of them is, and we saw it with the, with the organization I was working with, we set this up as a pilot. Uh-huh. Right. We set it up as let's do this for 30 days. Right. And so the, 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 the other people that we were trying to engage in this, when they, when they you know, some people weren't for this, right? They, they yeah. disagreed. They thought this was the wrong, you know, focus. And we said, all right, we understand that. We agree with you that, that this, we, we don't know how this is going to turn out, but can you give me 30 good days? And then we'll reevaluate at that yeah. point. Yeah. And so that, I think that helped uh, with the engagement piece. Uh, the other piece that I think is critical here is, is, and this comes from the four disciplines of execution, mm-hmm. is during this time frame, you have to say no to good ideas. Yes. And so that, you know, like we talked about the conference, the vendors, the, you know, the books, the TED Talks, yep. everybody's going to be bombarding you with stuff. Yep. And they may be good ideas. But right. for this trial period, while we're tenaciously focused on this, we have to say no. Yeah. For now, right? I can put it in the parking lot. I can put a pin in it if I'm in Hollywood uh, and revisit okay. it later. Uh, but for this time being, I'm saying no. I, I'm relentlessly focused on seeing if this works. Oh, the the third thing that comes up with the, that I thought about when you were talking about this is when we get we get asked into organizations and they say, we would like for you to help us improve our processes or improve our process for doing this. And then our first question is, okay, so what's your current process? Uh-huh. Well, well, everybody kind of does it different. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah, well, no we, you know, everybody's doing their own thing and we need to improve that process. No, no, you're not at improvement of process because you haven't tenaciously executed anything consistently yeah. that I can yeah. help you improve upon. You're, you're not even consistently mediocre yet. You're just all yeah. over the board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have it. You know, you're, you're just this, this smattering of ideas that may or may not, res, you know, resemble a, a, the coherent process when we get done. And so you have to tenaciously do something a, a set way long enough to know, does it work? Yeah. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Is this a great way to do it or a bad way to do it? Oh. Nobody knows unless you do it tenaciously, consistently over a period of time. Then we can tweak it. So it doesn't take a genius. We're not just the uh, hosts. We're the subscriptionists. We this this is the world we live. Do you realize that if you and I, if if you hadn't talked me into doing this with you? I would not have had the focus to bring a lot of this stuff to life. And in fact, 
I've got about a million classical texts on my shelf downstairs. That's probably not an exaggeration at this point. And I'd love to feast on all of them. But I had to join a book club and say, you know what, I've got to internalize the Republic. And that's where the fruit of the labor is showing up here. You know, I've been doing that book club for months and months now. And, and only in the last, you know, sort of 30 days did I go, wait a minute, this is amazing. This is, this is what leadership is about. And we were able to put this together for whoever happens to like it. You know, this, this is not everybody's cup of tea. That's fine. Um, but, but I, again, I had to say no to some things, just, just like you said, and I had to focus and commit to something um, and do it for a period of time. And that's, that's what has allowed me to sort of do what we're literally doing right now. Uh, with any kind of clarity. So um, great example. Appreciate you bringing that up. No, and I can remember even at the at the at the, the smallest level of this, we would we would be jumping on a call with just friends at towards the end of the week and 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 Mark Ramsey would say, I can't join you. I have to go to book club. <laughs> you know, and so that that ability, we've talked about the ability to delay gratification. Yeah. So yeah. the fun thing to do at the moment would just be to hang out with your friends and talk and, and, yeah. and have, you know, witty banter. And then the, the, the more important thing, the thing that you committed to right. was book club, not just a book club, but a book club specific to what it is that you were trying to improve your knowledge base on. That's right. That's genius, right. genius. It doesn't take a genius, but right there, you, <laughs> it was kind of genius. So you got that going for you. So I think the, the takeaways here, right? So you yeah. explore all these options, you explore them with your team, then when, and ultimately decide, even if it's for a trial period, that we're going to focus on this one thing and then just be relentless. You know, until you get tired of saying it, you know, I, we've talked about this, I've, I tell leaders, until they create an ism, yeah. you haven't talked about it enough. Yeah. And, they can't so, parrot it back to you and almost make fun of it. Then yeah, yeah, it becomes it can be, becomes a comedy, uh, you know, yeah. situation because you know what he's going to say, right. <laughs> you know, and it becomes yeah. that relentlessly focused. That's right. And so, and so until it becomes one of your isms, you probably haven't stayed tenacious enough uh, to make it part of of what your organization is going to do. So, whether it's the one thing or it's the four disciplines of execution or the fifth discipline, right? There's there's all yeah. these resources. They all, along with the Republic, are talking about get tenacious, focus on one thing, and just see where it takes you. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. We got one more of these uh, in this little section of uh, the things that you're going to need to uh, be prepared to complete this long course of intellectual study. So so stick around for next week, and it's uh, it's a fun one. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, you know, I'll be doing some heavy lifting between now and then. <laughs> so... Just, but you enjoy uh, that, so it's not a problem. It is. I, I think I can work you know, my mind and my body. So uh, join us next week when we, uh, we tell you how all this fits into the eight leadership qualities. Uh, so thanks, and let's uh, turn it over to the announcer. All right. And that's a wrap. It doesn't take a genius. The blog dedicated to reducing the irreducible. Next time, prime numbers. What makes them so special? Join us then, and thanks for listening.
that's good enough. 